What's up, everybody? I'm Silk. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Drewski. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Crypto Warfare! And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Drewski. And this is Zook. Hey, welcome back yeah, to, to Cryptid yeah. Warfare CW <laughs> Podcast, if you guys want to shorten it. All right, guys, uh, this is going to be a continuation uh, of Zook's testimony. And uh, this is going to be uh, episode, uh, actually, 005 on this one. But this is going to be phase three of Zook's Ooh. story. Yeah, Z baby. <laughs> yeah, you guys are in for a delicious and delightful treat today because this is the most recent things that happened to me over like the last 10 years. So it's pretty fresh. You already had the two-part meal. Ooh, Get yeah. ready to have some dessert. <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen. All right. Well, anyways, um, yeah. So um, first of all, I just want to say, Zook, appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for letting me hang out in your humble abode. A casa me sucker casa. Wait. Yeah, welcome. Me casa su casa. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're going to basically see how uh, how the big man Jesus got you out of this stuff, dude. Some pretty scary stuff, Ooh, bro. Yes, it was. So this testimony is going to be awesome. All right, guys. Here we go. Zook, take it away, bro. Last word we left off was the possession of a friend. Oh, yeah. So... Um, let's see. I went over to a friend's house. It was her and two other of her friends. Uh, and we're like, hey, uh, let's, uh, let's play on the Ouija board. Um, and this one was an actual legit Ouija board. <laughs> I mean, it's legit because we got it, you know, it was a Hasbro brand. So regardless of the brand, you can make it yourself. It's real. Um, so just be careful. Don't ever do it ever. Wait, wait. You said you used a Hasbro brand? Yeah. Like, hey. they, they make it a toy. I'm like, what? Fun fact. Fun fact. Um... Real quick, real quick side note. They were talking about all those Hasbro brands and Mattel and all that, and how they, how they kind of took over, you know, the whole, you know, manufacturing the Ouija board and all that. Mm-hmm. When they first started out, they actually had, um, verbatim, I heard, uh, the Satanist and John Ramirez was talking about this. They were talking about how, um, they actually put curses over that. Those, uh, over all those tor- the boards basically, where they went out. So yeah, a lot of that's a lot of those are charged objects. Anyways, no, and it's so true. And speaking of, if you guys don't know what charged objects are, um, well, I can go into that, especially whenever we go over witchcraft. Uh, well, the the girl I live with who practiced witchcraft. Um, but let's see. Yeah, it was uh four of us. We were just hanging out in um at our grandmother's house because that's a place to hang out. I guess when you're in high school. Um, and we were in the back room, so all four of us were in one of the back rooms at our house, and we just, you know, playing the Ouija board. We were really bored watching a movie, so we're like, hey, let's just do something, like, more, 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 like, scarier, and take a risk. Um, and as we were playing a few minutes in, probably about three to five minutes in, um, the Ouija board started moving around like crazy. I, I don't really remember much of what it said, but I remember our friend who, she would normally talk quite a bit, um, she stopped talking. (laughs) But we didn't pay much attention to it, we just thought she was really into this um quote game and uh no like uh maybe like 10 minutes into the game we're like well what we all looked over at her and and um yeah we we did the lights and everything just kind of set the mood of 
the the ambiance of like it being scary. Um, and her eyes were black, and her mouth was wide open. <laughs> she she looked like a friend of ours who, when he's in deep thought. <laughs> quick, quick, a quick question for the uh, for the audience. Um, now, black basically like her pupils dilated really big, or yeah, straight up black. Huge. Everything was black, even the whites were black. No, it was just her, her eyes. Or I mean, her pupils. Um, they were like extra large. Um, it's almost her, like she took a drug. Yeah, they just dilated to like level ten. And it definitely like there was just something uh, completely off because just outside of her personality and her character to actually fake something like that. So it just happened, just um, like bam. Yeah, it was pretty instant. Uh, and then uh, as we all noticed this, we were talking amongst ourselves, and then uh, we heard a noise in, in one of the back rooms. Um, nobody, nobody was back there. Um, and well, that really started freaking us out a little bit. And then one of the lights started flickering. And we're like, yeah, maybe, oh, that's weird. Um, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry guys, uh, my headphones, they started making really weird sounds. Um, name of Jesus, get out of here. Yeah, get out. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and it was just, uh, that was the point where we're like, yeah, no, maybe we should be careful with this. And, um, whatever was playing around on that Ouija board, we're like, well, you know what are we when are, what are we gonna do because like is it it was like probably twenty minutes in and now we're like well we don't know what to do like she's stuck in like this this weird phase of just open mouth and freaking us out um now what were there any noises coming out of her mouth or was it just open no it was just open like it looked like she was frozen in in place like dude that's our breathing bro like, that's a trip man it was freaking weird yeah um, it's almost like yeah kind of reminds me of like the ring oh gosh you know what I'm talking it? about. Yeah, I was like, like I was they... gonna make the grudge sound, but I'm like, no, that's a grudge. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what it kind of reminds me of, like the ring, like where they turn that person around in that chair, and his mouth just. Oh yeah, they have a face of terror. Yeah, or something man. Like that. Um, yeah, um, it, it really didn't go like crazy far after that. Like as soon as we saw like the light flickering and stuff, we we spent um, several minutes trying to you know close out that wheezy board or whatever, just say hey, bye. and. And, uh, and bye, bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Simpsons. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it was pretty funny. Um, but not until later. <laughs> but in the moment, it was a, kind of a kind of a little scary. Uh, let's see. And, and yeah, that was that experience. I mean, we all chatted a little bit about it, but she actually didn't recall any of it. And apparently, it was some ghostly man of some sort who was uh, just. Possessing her, possessing her, which I'm like, why? Well, you didn't do anything if you did possess her. I'm like, well, you were just sitting in place, not, nothing. You weren't talking or anything. So, um, yeah, there's that experience. And now it's gonna get. Uh, it kind of hold on real quick, backtracking. Kind of makes me think like, well, if she was one of the only ones out of that whole group that were like, that was like willingly like open, like really open. Yeah, that could have definitely been been yeah. it. Um. Yeah, because most of the time, some people don't even realize how open they are to this stuff, but where, where they can find any way to get in, and I'm talking about, like, these evil forces, these these demons, like, they can get in. Like, you just have to have, like, an open mind and spirit to do so. Yeah. And you'd be surprised, um, the people who I thought were, like, really tough, they were spiritually not. Not only that, like, like well, I like to bring biblical aspect to things, okay. you know? Um, yeah, it's just, like, any person who isn't who hasn't really, who hasn't at all surrendered and given their life to Jesus, you know, they're, they're open to things like that. Oh yeah. Without really knowing it, you know. 
Yeah. That's a, that's a scary thing. <laughs> yeah, it's so what the, and, and I mean, we, we, gosh, we have read and listened to many stories, um, like about, about possession. And it's just so crazy. Um, it's really dumbed down here in America. Like they make it look like, uh, off fake or Hollywood makes it look terrifying. I mean, it is terrifying, but sometimes it, it doesn't go to that, like the extent of where somebody's face completely like conforms or something. Like some people are just evil without having to look evil. Like, like they, I mean, you, you just can't tell, um, until you take action. Yeah. And it's <laughs> so weird because you don't, you obviously won't expect it, but I mean, I'm sure some of us here have been in really toxic relationships and there are times where I'm like, I'm pretty sure this, this, person I'm dating is, is possessed. <laughs> um, and sometimes it can take a, a process. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and, and this is just going to be a short one. But uh, this happened around the same time. Um, I used to watch, actually, see, uh, shadows dance around my ceilings, and they were, like, silhouettes of people. Because, um, yeah, I, I live by a road. It was probably like... Hey, hey my cunning. <laughs> 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 and then they start rubbing my face, like, coming on the ceiling. Like, oh, I'm gosh. sick of this song. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably would have. They're like, I'm tired of watching you play Halo all the time. And the shadows come on the wall. You're looking up, and the shadows are like, teach me how to duggy. Teach me, teach me how to duggy. <laughs> or they pull down, like, their shadow pants and just moon me. I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> I get shadow pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, so far this rabbit hole's going. You think they're fairy farts, but they're really the ghost <laughs> no. farts. Anyways. <laughs> I have glitter on my face. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> Again? That's the third time this month. Um, yeah, but it was so weird. Um, and I'm pretty sure the shadow started. Uh, it was sometime after we went to that Reedy Creek house um, or the Sensible Tunnel in East Tennessee. Oh, man. Um, that'd be another good one to cover. Another episode, boys. And, yeah, we can actually, uh, I mean, that's actually not too far. I mean, we're not going to play around with this stuff going there looking for it, but I I wouldn't mind since that's kind of in our own backyard of Tennessee. Um, Road trip. Actually driving out that way. It's only probably like maybe, well, like five hours, maybe, or four and a half. Um, But, yeah, uh, that's eventually one of our goals, too, um, to make this a proactive podcast, actually driving to certain, like, areas and kind of interviewing some some locals and stuff like that. But, But, anyway, getting ahead of myself. So... Yeah, I would fall asleep like as my senior year of high school, like watching these shadows dance around my ceiling. And I'm like, you know what? This stuff, uh, it doesn't just stay at the the location that you go to. Like, if you go there and acknowledge it, and it knows that you're open to it, like it will follow you. Like it will, what they say, latch on to you. And sometimes that's where you can get charged, as they call it, like charge objects. Like somebody can either um, do a, uh, what do you call it? Um, like a spell. Um, or something like that, or, and cast evil spirits. They can do like in an, or on something. Yeah, like an incantation. Um, or sometimes like yeah. it, it's just something like random. Oh, um, you can find it's side note. FYI, yes. Um, John Ramirez. Is, anyways, check out John know, Ramirez, guys. Yeah, John Ramirez was uh, basically an ex Satanist, but now he's a hardcore Christian and teach people about spiritual warfare. Anyways, um, on those charge objects, real quick, he was because because he was in Santeria. It's almost kind of like voodoo, but it's, but it's a little different. But with them, uh, with Santeria, they would use like a lot of candles, and people would go to the to like certain stores just to get blessed candles. Well, not knowing that um, people uh, that that were doing Santeria that lived in that area in like New York City, they would actually make those candles and they would sell them. Well, not beknownst to those people that were buying them, they would um, they would cast spells and they would do seances and they would basically bless 
in their religion, in their deities of gods, they would act like they're blessing those candles as they're giving them to people, not knowing that, well, some of them knew that they were um, charging those objects with spirits. And then when they bring that, well, the person who buys that candle or anything, charged object, it can, it can be a coin, candle, whatever, can bring it in the house or crystals or whatever. And that, in my opinion, that demon, you know, that that, that spiritual, uh, whatever you want to call it, I'm calling them demons, they actually have legal rights to your home now. Because you let them in. Yeah, and it's the and same. They, and they can follow you home, attach yourself to you, whatever. Anyways. Yeah, now there's also, <laughs> I know this little soapbox, but um, part of the, the, the New Age movement and stuff like that, which, um, what you having out-of-body experiences... Um, they wow. say, you know, you need to... Astral tether- projecting? Yeah, like, they're like, oh, no, 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 you need to tether yourself to something, too, so you can, you know, find your way back to your body and stuff like that. And I'm like, it doesn't really take much for a demon. Like, I mean, they, they know humans really well. Well, you're basically like, tapping in the spiritual world when you do that. And and later, like, here shortly, I think there's a... No, it's actually the next story I'm going to get into after this. Uh, I learned a lot when, when um, dating um, a witch and... Um, witch, Wiccan, uh, to, to me it's the same, it's just packaged differently. One, how long were you in that relationship for? Uh, actually maybe like a year, but I knew her for maybe, uh, six months before. Well, about like a year and a half, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, let's see, so, now, let me go back to when I dated the witch. So, um, I made a lot of, uh, poor choices, um, when I lived in Nashville, um, uh, a way for me to cope over the years of just um a, a, just a difficult life I lived was through uh, alcohol and then eventually drugs and I ended up hanging out with the wrong crowd and um I needed to get away from that because I I got a DUI and stuff and because of my poor choices of driving and being intoxicated I almost killed several people so I'm like yeah I need I need to get out of this so I moved out of Nashville um and then moved into uh in, in the Murfreesboro area and yeah um. Mur- there's a lot of history to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, before I actually moved here, um, my friend, I'm just going to call her, I'll call her Hannah. I'm going to make up Hannah. Um, so my friend Hannah, she was like, hey, uh, there's a lot of history out here in Stones River. You guys should look it up yourself. Like, it, it was a really bloody area um, in the Stones River battlefield. And we, let's see, when I drove down here, um, we met up at a park and it was just a weird sense of history and stuff. Like, I don't know, some places you go to and you literally, you don't just see it, but you feel what, like like the energy and the atmosphere is just different. And this was late at night, probably about 10, 10 p.m. Uh, we parked across the street, then we walked out in the battlefield. There was these, this tree line. There was some random, just, it looked like run-down road that just went through these trees and then it just stopped. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why, what happened there, but... Yeah, so, um, Hannah, she was... Uh, hesitant um and there was one other friend it was a roommate who was with her um and she was hesitant in walking through these tree through this tree line but i wasn't um so i continued to to walk and halfway through it was about 50 feet through 50 foot through um i i know i had a weird sense of like of just being watched at and i would look and i would see shadows like silhouettes of people walking through these trees and I just continued to walk because i'm like well maybe i can outwalk them no i was just i was i was getting a little freaked out at that point and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make it to the end of this tree line and see if I can see anything there because uh, there were there wasn't the covering of the tree canopies or anything outside there, so the moon was lighting up that whole field and everything. 
Uh, but I started getting a little, I started hearing sounds. Um, that was like, like twigs, uh, cracking and, uh, I don't know. It just started getting really weird for me. Um, I don't know if that was the animals or whatnot, but it was matching up with the shadows following me, uh, at the pace they were. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back to them. So I went over there and then we, we together, we, we took like a different route around that. We actually went into the field instead <coughs> and, and, um, they had all these fake cannons out there, um, as like, uh, demos of, or not demos, um, I guess, uh, models of, of what they actually look like and, and stuff. And, um, and Hannah was just sharing, um, uh, some of the history, but I know out in the distance, I, I just, I don't know, something like caught my eye and I saw two people walking, um, far away out in the distance and instantly Hannah was like, well, we need to go. And I'm like, why? But the, the, she said, you don't understand. We, we need to go. So so we left there, and I left with a lot of questions. Um, but, you know, it's fine. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you know, she knew a whole lot more about, well, she still does know a whole lot more about the supernatural than I do. Um, I'm, I'm sure, like, I mean, I haven't spoke with her in, in years, but I'm, I'm sure she knows still a whole lot more. But anywho, um, so before I moved down here, I will say... but. Uh-oh. But you know the truth. Yes. That's, yeah. Sorry to throw that out there. Yes. Like, um, so when I went, when I lived in Nashville, I went to school and, um, it was, it was for, uh, for massage therapy. Um, ooh. and, ooh. <laughs> anyway, a reason I, I stopped Massage going. my bunions <laughs> on my feet. <laughs> no. You know, it's, it's funny. Like, I'm like, oh, I want to do this and make a lot of money because you can make a lot of money, but it actually wears... Like, it wears and tears on your body quite a bit. Your joints are... Uh, yeah, dude. Like, some people, that, like, massage therapists, they can get carpal tunnel and all sorts of things. And when, whenever we would um, go from our lecture to the lab, we would always have to, you know, find a, a lab buddy to partner on, um, to partner up with. And I was partnered up with Hannah. And um, one day, she... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was my phone <laughs> vibrating. <laughs> Excuse you. It's my <laughs> cholesterol alarm. Um, excuse me. You know, um, and, and we were doing, um, some sort of, uh, we were studying like hand type of massages and, um, I was laying on the table and she was looking at my hand and she was massaging it and she was actually looking at my palm and she was like, Oh my God. I'm like, what, what? And she was like, you're at high risk. I'm like, what is, what does that mean? She's like, you can die any minute. And in my head, I was just thinking of, you know, being sarcastic. I'm like, well, can't we all die any minute? But but she was just saying, I guess like the forces were were against me in my life and where I was at, and I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. And we just continued to talk a little bit, and that's when I found out she she practiced witchcraft and all this stuff, and I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Um, <coughs> and it was within this the same week. I'm pretty positive, a, a week or two, um, I ended up getting into a really bad DUI accident, um, and hence why I need to move away from Nashville from these people who are influencing me, um, but also my coping. Uh, yeah, and, and I really should have died because my car was snapped in half. My engine was in my passenger seat. My steering wheel actually came out and slammed into my ribs like it was pushed out. And, um, I broke several ribs. Bro, that's a miracle, um, man. Dude, it is. Like, Straight up, man, to God on you, man. Yeah, man. It, it's amazing how God was still watching over me. <laughs> um, I call that the fog. Ah, uh, dude. The favor of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah I call this my BC days. Um, uh, and. Yeah, we need to be, be just be careful. Uh, just be careful. <laughs> just be be careful of those who influence you. And uh, 
Sorry, I was, I was reminiscing on like old thoughts. Uh, I didn't get this out of my head. Get out of my head. Um, so so anyway, after the accident, like what had physically happened to me, like it it messed me up pretty bad. So I couldn't go back to school. Um, and I, but luckily I had her number. So she said, Hey, you know, if you need to get out of Nashville or something, I have a place you can live with me and my roommate. I'm like, okay. I didn't think much of it. And two months later, I'm like, it's getting too rough. Um, cause it was just, uh, not the best roommates I would be moving in with. Um, cause I started couch surfing since I couldn't work after a while. I didn't have really a lot of family to rely on or anything. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to, we're going to move down there. So we did that. And it was so freaking weird. Like, um, you don't have to be a Christian to notice different energies and, and things that are supernatural in the atmosphere. You don't. Like, and if you say you do, then, like, <laughs> then I think you're lying. Um, so, so it's not just about being, being Christian to notice a lot of supernatural events, um, or, or happenings. And when, as soon as I stepped foot on that property, oh my gosh, it was like getting hit by, like, a spiritual ton of bricks. I mean, I literally felt me- mentally and physically slower. Felt, felt heavy. Yeah. It's like sluggish or heaviness. It was so weird, almost like walking through thick mud. Like it was, it was so odd. I, I don't, I don't really know a lot of detail on how to explain it any better than that, but like it really was really, really it's weird. Like quicksand almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know, like in a way I felt like I was, time was slowing down, but not in a good way. Like it wasn't a, a moment or a memory I really wanted to uh, live in. And anyway, I'm like, well, I didn't think much of it because I was in a crappy situation as it was. And, um, I'm like, I was thankful that, you know, she's given me a place to stay. And, um, so, yeah, whenever, um, I stayed there, it was within, I think, like, the first couple weeks, um, I had a Sony Mini DV, and and, and my, my friends of you who are older, like, you'll know what it is. It's before they had, like, uses the the memory cards and everything, you had, like, a little mini videotape you stuck in your camera. And it's actually the same one, in fact, that I recorded, um, that ghost head, um, from the Reedy Creek house. Um, uh, but I had that camera and, uh, Hannah, she was like, Hey, um, I'm going to do a little seance. And I'm like, okay. And me, her and her roommate were just chilling in her bedroom. She lit a candle and I don't even, I don't even remember what was going you're, on. Did you remove it already? Yeah. At this point, I, so I had no place to go, folks. No place to go. Yeah. She kind of jumped. And <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, uh, and, I'm, and I'm stuck in this. Um, so as we were doing, I don't know if she was making sounds or if it was quiet. But what I do know is that um, her friend T, um, not you, Taylor. Don't worry, bro. Not you, <laughs> you T. To the sailor, the, yeah, uh, not you. I love you, T. Maybe um, <laughs> red bearded. Check him out. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> hashtag yes. Uh, but yeah, I looked. Or, or T looked over at me and just slapped my leg and was like, "Hey, uh, look." So I looked over and Hannah, like her face. Hey, we want to hear your creepy stories. If you have any creepy experiences you'd like to share, contact Drewski and I at CryptoWarfare at gmail.com. Simply put in the headline what your story is about, then write out a brief summary and hit send. It's that easy. Oh, and if you're not much of a writer, email us a voice message. What's going on, guys? This is Drewski. Want to hit us up or look at uh, anything that we're throwing out there with our podcast? Look us up on Instagram at cryptid underscore warfare. And you'll find me and Z over there loading up our podcasts. And not only that, you guys will look at our titles up on top and you can click on it. You can find us on Spotify and on Anchor. And then when you guys go on there, hit the like, hit the subscribe button on there. Also on a side note, guys, I got a little side biz. Um, I tag up art for cryptids and stuff. You probably heard me on the Tony Merkel podcast. Instagram page is Drew's Tags. It's D-R-E-W-Z underscore T-A-G-G-Z. You guys want a painting? Hit me up. I can do almost about anything. 
like wrinkles started forming on her face and her eyes weren't just a little bit of black like just the pupils like her whole eyes were like her whole eye was black look like shark eyes and I'm like dude that's freaking creep and I mean I was literally like as close as I am to uh, Medina right now like which is maybe like a foot so we were really close and I was recording this with my camera so I I had the evidence and everything but unfortunately this is one of those things where I have no idea what happened to it um and that really sucks. Oh, I know. Leave it to man. me. I'm such a butthole. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, and let's see. I lived there for eight months, and there's so much that happened to me in that time frame than, honestly, any other time in my life, supernaturally. Um, but it was, you know, back to charged objects and what you invite in the house. And it wasn't just charged objects. Like, she would do out-of-body experiences and... It, and sometimes she would even let things um, take over her body and just for these demons and um, just to I get the sense get the sensation of what it's like being human um, because demons were were not human they've never been human so they want to take any chance they can they can get just to do that destroy the body wait 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 oh. I got a little biblical fact guys. oh yeah oh, sorry 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 oh, no. sorry Anyways, um, <laughs> real quick note, I was doing a lot of, um, it's kind of, oh, I hear that crying. Oh, yeah. Little man's okay, though. Yeah. Anyways, a uh, quick note um, with demons. Um, I know some of them have been created, but, like, I don't know if it's half of them or what, but, real quick note, on, on, on Genesis 6, um, the fallen angels... If you look in Genesis 6, um, there's these watchers that were watching over the earth and they became fallen angels. Well, they lusted after the women of, uh, of the earth. And anyway, so they basically, uh, took them, as it says, aka raped them, in my opinion. And they had, and they taught them things that we shouldn't know. And this is where Secret we get sciences. a lot of our, yeah. you know, like, basically a lot of our science, our pharmacia, stuff like that, and, uh, mathematics and, like, we- weapon making and all that. Um, Anyways, they had they had children that were called the Nephilim. Well, when they died during the flood or after that, their souls couldn't go to heaven because they were in a, they they were an abomination to God, and they couldn't go to hell just yet. So their souls and their spirits were walking amongst the earth, mm. no rest, no nothing. So that's where you get your demons from, half of them anyway. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry, bro. Man, it would suck. <laughs> Yes. Um, no, no, all good. Um, and after that experience, um, there would be several others. Like, I remember one day she came home from work, have, was having a hard day. She was wanting to move her way up in a company. Um, and she had these stones. Um, and they had symbols. I believe they all had symbols on them or they had something on them. Um, and she just had them in her hand. She just threw them across the floor. And then she was going to predict what was going to happen. And it was so weird. It was almost like clockwork within like a, a week's time. Um, and this was... I don't want to say often, but uh, every so often, like, um, she would do this, and it would just, I don't know, uh, things would just happen. And I'm like, to me, it wasn't coincidence. Um, so, yeah, uh, be careful <laughs> of, of that. Um, and one day, when, when uh, her and the roommate, they were gone, um, I was in the kitchen, and it was a uh, it was an old layout. It was an old house, so everything was smaller. And the stove was, was right by the sink. Um... Like, like literally 90 degrees. And I was cooking something and I turned just for a second and something picked up that pot handle of what I was cooking on. And um, 
and slammed it down. And it was wobbling. Like, so I, I knew like it wasn't just me making this up in my head. Um, but there would be weird, weird occurrences and sounds and things I would see like out of the corner of my eyes. Um, it, it was just, it was, it happened too frequent for me to just think I was going, but I really thought I was going crazy. And there was a, a time when I was living there, I was doing things outside of my control. It was almost like a force was driving me to be rude, say things, and actually just my body just started reacting in ways that I just, I know, it was like I was literally a puppet and I was a backseat driver to my mind. Um, and I really believe I was, something was trying to possess me there, but my spirit wasn't having it. Um, cause at the time I'm, I was thinking about like, I'm like, dude, I need to go, I need to go to church, be around that community. And, oh, <laughs> and I would always have a paranoia of just being watched there because of this. Um, they, they had two or three cats. Um, and the cats would just look off in the space sometimes, but it would seem like it was, a. Uh, Whenever, whenever they they would be looking around, it was as if they were following something, and there would there would be no bugs. Um, and then they would go into another room, and it, it seemed like uh, it would happen often, like certain times of the day. And like you basically just be chilling out and looking, and that cat's just looking at something blank on the wall, around yeah. the corner. And there's nothing there. Yeah, like it was, it was so weird. Um, <laughs> That's why cats are going to hell. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> That's kidding. All no, no, cat, cat lovers, lovers, I'm just no, no. joking. Cats are cool. I'm I have just joking. a couple, so yeah. yeah. We're good. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, so, so this part is going to be, be a little graphic, but not too graphic, but, um, I mean, once again, my BC days, um, you know, I was a sexually active person and it wasn't until explain what BC days are for the audience. Oh, uh, before Christ. Um, yeah. So, but now I got, you know, I'm, I'm full of BS, like just Bible study time. And, um, so, it. so Faith yeah. it. No. anyways, <laughs> but yeah, uh, back exactly. whenever, <laughs> But but yeah, whenever um, Han and I were like intimate, things like that, it was like I would literally feel pieces of my soul being stripped from my body. It was such a weird experience, but I literally, over the course of like months, I would slowly like not be myself anymore. And question, yeah, do you think? Okay, well, let's say Hannah was, was a witch, right? She was definitely tapped into this stuff. Mm-hmm. She was possessed, whatever. You think she? You think a succubus possessed her? Since you said whenever oh. you would get physical, ah, light bulb, right? Oh, I never thought about that. Because that's the first thing I thought of when you were talking about that. You know, I were talking about that a while, like a couple of years ago. That's oh, the first I thing thought I thought about that. that. Is a succubus man was possessing him. That's why you felt like your soul was getting, like, chunks of it or just getting eroded or like a rope and just getting eaten away. Yeah, guys, so it's so wild. Can... <laughs> Dang, man, that opens up this ah! You're welcome. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so explain to them what a succubus okay, is. Okay, guys, so basically in a nutshell, okay, okay. For all you guys who have sleep paralysis, I've had that before too, but certain people have, you know, certain sleep paralysis where they can't move and they feel like something is sexually, oh gosh, how do I put it? Basically something is just sexually fornicating with them. And their spirit or physically, it, it don't matter, but they really can't do anything about it. For the men, that, that entity is called a succubus. And for the women, the entity is called an incubus. So when they do fornicate with you or vice, you know, whatever, you know, it could be an addiction. It could feel good, but also you can feel yourself kind of like slowly like eroding away, like spiritually wise when it comes to being happy you can get more depression just you know it's very it's um it's a very scary thing and uh 
Uh, I know some people that actually had that happen to them and they, they actually have the physical marks to prove it like on their back and mm. stuff like that and Dude, on their chest. So, so. but anyways, yeah. So anyways, yeah, but like that's a, that's a certain type of demon. So if you guys study demonology and all that, you got Azazel and all these other entities. So you got Incubus and Succubus and all that and Beelzebub. Anyways, but yeah, that's just, this is kind of FY what I, what basically like what I was, what I was meaning with Zook, like, uh, Hannah possibly might have had a succubus in her and whenever they got intimate like he said uh it feels like pieces of him were just eroding away and getting eaten right yeah and it was so weird it was almost as if if my personal soul soul was moving out and something else was moving in and it was it was just like like a slow move too so it was interesting but i could notice because it was my body like um, body is the one gotta hate john mayer I love <laughs> but um but that also makes you think like uh i used to actually love the band incubus but i didn't realize it was that it was referring to that oh i know i and, still and, love them. i'm sorry it's and like i actually my, still I have know. their cds uh, yeah uh, cds not actual yeah. uh apple whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah me and the wife are supposed to go see him in concert at 311 but it got canceled so because oh man I know, I know, I know. Anyways, that's my, dirt, that's my dirty pleasure is music, so. Yes. And, and mine too, like, so also with that, like, it's listening with, I, I don't know, it, it's oh, interesting, yes. like, when you listen to some of the songs backwards, it actually, it's it's different stories, and it's, sometimes it can be creepy. Bro, that's like, what I'm saying, man. When they say that, you know, the example, you know, um, Satan, you know, certain people were talking about, you know, even it says in scripture, like, this basically trash in trash out right mm -hmm. you know you have you actually have three different doorways okay your eyes what you hear your ears and what you say speak whatever mm -hmm. listen to what you see and what you speak man those are the three doorways in and out man so you just got to be careful on what you listen to what you watch and you know how you speak because you create the atmosphere when you speak and then you also get that trash when you listen to it and then when you see stuff that's verbally branded in your head and yeah, just yeah, crazy stuff. Sorry. What's weird too, like, because things can be so, uh, they can be. I mean, the mind is interesting. Um, Very. Because I, I went to school for physical ed, exercise science, um, and in my um, biomechanics and kinesiology class, like we covered like how the eyes Can't work. Spell that. Oh, <laughs> I know. Kinesiology. Life, life, life. Yeah, those are like the two biggest words I know. Um, but it's basically uh, body function and development. And it's interesting how our eyes work. So you would be surprised in like the subliminal things that we see, um, even subliminal things that we hear. Um, and you don't realize like that actually sits in your mind. And, and over time, hearing that enough, like it will, will open up your mind and your eyes to things you, I really don't believe we're actually meant to see. Like um, in a bad way. And, and I say that because like um, this um, Hannah she would say there are some people who are try who aren't born with she calls it a gift, but the gift to be able to see the the supernatural. The third eye. And yeah. Not your brown eye, but the third eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the name of my third eye. Uh, it's on my front. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Pick a boo. Anyway. <laughs> off topic. <laughs> Sorry guys. Okay. I'm a, I'm a little bit of ADD and then Zig's full ADD, so we're You're gonna welcome. have to you know yeah. what's true? Because actually, under this microphone, there is a cubby, and I have a book that's based on ADD and how to um, find helpful ways to to uh, get around it. So, all right, here we go. Here we go. Let's get back into it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, time is of the essence. Um, <laughs> sorry, squirrel. Um, oh yeah. So so one day, uh, Hannah and I we were just like chilling um, 
on on her bed. And, but at this point, like nothing was happening. Like we were basically just like uh, friends at that time. Um, at that point, because I I was saw what was happening and I, I was more open to learning more about about Christ and 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 following Him. So we were just like chilling and just chatting just about our days. And and she was saying in her bedroom that her uh, I guess portal. Um, Excuse me for my phone. <laughs> oh no, that was my my brown eye. Is that what you call <laughs> Brown Eye Blue, that should be a band. Brown Eye <laughs> It's going to be huge. Um. <laughs> oh. Anyways. <laughs> Sounds like when I jumped in water. Um. Well, let's see. Uh, like yeah. Paul jumps in water. <laughs> For you guys pretty. don't know, he's a midget. Yeah, he's pretty. And in a loving way. Like, he's, he's really Yeah, short. I love that guy. He jumps in the water and all he hears. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a bad, bad impersonation to me do that. Um, let's see. And she had a portal in her room that was actually in her closet. And her bed was actually, uh, the head of the bed was actually facing behind the closet. I'm like, I'd rather be Dude, let's you. go to Narnia. What the dude, freak? I know. Except Narnia's in hell. Yeah. Like, man, dude, it, it was wild. And there'll be an interesting thing I'll bring up in a second to where, like, I saw it was physical evidence that I actually saw things in that closet. Um, but... Yeah, no, we were just chatting one night, and yes, she had a roommate. Her roommate was across the hall, but her roommate was going through some things, and she, um, I believe, was on like um, antidepressants and um, several several types of meds. Um, and we heard like a muffled voice on the other side of the door, and the door was shut, uh, and it was like whoa, 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 like that teacher from Charlie Brown. It almost oh, sounded the like parents, that. Wah, 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 yeah, wah. except it actually sounded like like a man's voice, and wah, like wah, wah, yeah, wah, wah. <laughs> like. No, that was really bad. <laughs> but yeah, it just sounded like a wonk wonk. And I instantly, like, within a second, because, like, we both looked at each other really quickly, and then I'm like, oh! So I, I'm instantly, like, I'm one who's quick to react. Um, and I went to open up the door, and nobody was there. Um, oh, I forgot to mention this part, though. Before I even got to the door, um, we looked at each other after we heard the voice, and then the, the door handle started twisting and making, like, jinky sounds, like if somebody was desperate, desperately trying to get in, as if they were, like, chased by somebody. And then the the whole door itself started shaking, and, and then we heard the voice again. And then um, I instantly ran to the door. I was thinking it was the roommate, but I was like, "There's no way." So when I ran across the hall, um, I opened up the the roommate's room, and and, and her door squeaks, by the way. Um, and she was in her bed under the sheets, facing the wall. And just with the amount of time, literally, it was a second. How, I mean, how long was this hallway like? Because you said the roommate, right? Because you basically thought it was the roommate trying to open the door, right? Yeah. Okay. And then you. Freaking in two seconds got up, opened that door. What the heck's going on? And then you ran to her room. How long was that hallway from her room to your room? Man, it was actually probably like five feet. It wasn't very far. Um, but you would have heard her running though. Oh, I would have. Like, and I would have heard her shut the door too. Yeah. Like, and and that's out. why. And like, and when she was under like the covers and everything, like it just it didn't make sense because like since it was an older house, like when you would walk anywhere in the house, like it would squeak. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, that that was another weird weird thing that happened there amongst many. And then uh uh one of these days, I don't remember if this was when I started going to you No, know, I think it was just just before I started going to church. Um but she showed me this picture. Um she loved it was a it was a way it was a soothing way for Hannah um or it was soothing um for Hannah to move things around. She just loved like reorganizing and things like that. So um 
one of these days, um, I just came home and she reorganized her room and she's like, hey, you like the way it looks? And I'm like, yeah, I think it looks nice. Um, and she was showing me a picture of how she used to have it. And she actually took took a physical picture like with film camera. And when I was uh, looking at it, I'm like, wait, do you see the... And she was like, yeah. Um, and I was about to say the, the, the hooded figure in the closet. And I looked a little closer and there was actually a man who uh, was actually by that hooded figure. And... The, the the size and dimensions of that closet couldn't fit those two men. Like I could barely fit in that closet, uh, that closet shoulder to shoulder. I'm I'm five eight. I don't know how wide my shoulders are, but I'm five eight. Um, and there were two full full grown apparitions in that closet. So I'm thinking they were more so in the mirror, trying to give the appearance as if they were in the closet. And it took me actually years to figure that out because like I didn't understand that picture at all. <laughs> um, but. That was uh, something I actually thought about. I don't, I don't want to say I don't want to be a thief, but that was the the most raw and authentic piece of like evidence I saw. And I really want to take that picture. I mean, I didn't, but I probably would have mounted it because that's how like nobody could have disproved that picture to me. Like because I saw, I mean, it was th- it was a solid gray figure. Um, one of the figures you can see the face. He was gray. And as soon as it got to the chest, the body slowly started to, like, dissipate, and you can see through them. Um, but the hooded figure, like, it went a little lower. Like, it probably started fading out after you would be at his hips. And, but, I mean, it was just pitch blackness, like, beyond the hood. You couldn't see anything in there. And I'm like, man, that's wild. But I saw that picture, and it was sometime after that when I'm like, man, I I, I need to look. Because, I, I mean, I was going through so much, you know. Um, at that time, and I'm like, I need to start having better influences, and this stuff really was starting to terrify me, and I was literally starting to change who I was in a bad way. Um, so, I started um, going to the church, and and life got easier living in that house. No, I'm kidding. It got way harder. Um, it seemed like I wouldn't, I would be harassed. I would be harassed quite a bit um, in that house. I would see a lot of uh, shadows going by me. I would hear things, and I would sleep in a different bedroom at this point. Um, and yeah, that was the experience living there. So now my next one um, is when I woke up to a giant in my room. And yeah, it was, uh, let's see, I was still, no, I, I was a newer Christian. Um, I did not live with them at this point. I did not live with Hannah and her roommate anymore at this point. Um, I was just baptized. This is June 2009. Did you... Okay. So you went to the experience, right? Community mm-hmm. church, okay? Didn't you say uh, Pastor Corey came over and told you to get the heck out of there? Oh, yeah. Whenever... This is like two weeks after I started going to this... Um, the church. I literally thought I was going to think I was crazy. Because um, I'll just say there are a lot of fake pastors out there nowadays. And... They're, they don't, a lot of them, they don't even have the Holy Spirit in them. Like, it, it's horrible. They're sending it for money. So, yeah, there's just, there's just a lot of talk. And, but he is one, like, what he says he'll do, or the advice he gives you, like, if he didn't do it himself, then he wouldn't yeah. really give it. Yeah, he's a little um, bit. No, he, so, yeah, believe it or not, he's human too. So, <laughs> um, but it's, it's cool. Um, after one of his sermons one day, I said, dude, please, like, I need help. I'm going through a lot of this demonic stuff. And without even thinking about it, he said, let's go to your house and pray. And then he prayed with me right there. So then we went to my house. Um, and he, even before he stepped on the property, he said, dude, you need to get out of here. Like, he can sense the evil there. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. I, I'm glad it's not just me. <laughs> yeah. So then it became like an inside joke at the church because I didn't know anybody. Like, I was still so new to the area um, that I would always be looking for a place to move. 
And I moved around se- several times after that, but that was just our own personal inside joke uh, for a while. Um, and it was uh, June 2009 was when I was baptized. So now I'm fast forwarding to... Uh, um, but, yeah, it was really cool. Um, and I've been through quite a bit growing up, but nothing like as crazy as like being baptized, man. Supernatural spiritual warfare is... Now that you can actually notice it and address what it is, it's way more difficult um, knowing that. Because before I had no idea where to place like my difficult life or anything. I just thought, you know, it just happens. But now knowing that we, uh, we're we more than just flesh and blood, um, we just fight a, like a supernatural fight. Um, it, it was just way more difficult for me. But I remember going to bed. And then uh, that night, you know, I was a baby Christian at the time. So I didn't know really even how to pray. Like, I mean, there wasn't a right way to pray, but I was just, I didn't know that at the time. I'm just like, dang, I'm struggling. So I, I was having a dream, and me and some friends, we were running, and we were chasing and playing tag. We were in a big rock quarry, jumping from rock to rock. And when I woke up, I didn't realize, but, I, like, I woke up in fear. Um, but, and it was a fear, like, um, like, like your life is at stake kind of fear. It wasn't like, like you're afraid of, you know, public speaking it was like a um, primal fear. Yeah, it was like something that was like deep. Uh, and I'm like, dude, that's... So I, I just saw like... I looked in the corner of my room and I saw a really dark mass. And it was so it was so large. Like it was actually hunched over. And I mean, the ceilings were probably like eight foot high. And I mean, and it was probably like nine foot. So it wasn't much taller than the ceiling, but it still had to hunch over. But it was uh, so dark. It was sucking in the darkness around it. Because most of us, we can see... Um, you know, like the dark, it's all pixelated and stuff. Because how our and because how our eyes work, like it takes tons and tons of pictures a second. So, so you're gonna see like little speckles and stuff in your eyesight. But that's how how our eyes have to perceive, and that's how to make sense of what we're viewing to our mind, to our brain. And yeah, and and it was just so weird seeing that solid mass in the corner. And I instantly knew like it was the enemy and it was a demon. And I'm like, I I don't know what to do. And I tried to get Jesus' name out, but I was like, it's almost like it had your throat. Yeah, and it was so freaking weird. Like, um, but I, I mean, I, I knew, you know, I had the Holy Spirit in me at this point, and I knew I was protected. But it's still natural, you know. It's still part of, you know, being human and stuff. I mean, being a newer Christian, I was having doubts. I'm like, God, what's happening? Like, are you going to protect me from this? Yeah. And and you know i i, I remember I, I mustered up the courage through god's strength and um i was able to reach over to uh, my uh my dresser and grab my bible still being under the covers like you know because covers are definitely going to save and me. then big slap that thing <laughs> bam <laughs> that bible <laughs> take that genesis <laughs> and yeah and then I, I grabbed the bible and i literally just hugged it and i think i was just humming trying to hum um trying to hum uh like, like a a sermon or or a melody for a worship song. And I, I still don't know if I got out in Jesus' name, but I do know that I, the next morning I woke up, like, things were good. Um, wait, 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 wait. So, so during that whole time you're in spiritual battle, right? Okay. And you're humming and you had your Bible. Like, did you, did you just, did you just pass out right away? No. Um, How long did it last, you think? Like, did you fall asleep right after that or? No, it actually, I knew it was there like the whole time. Um, because I can feel like it, because I would keep, because uh, I knew I was awake, because I so I when I woke up I had my Bible like on me, and I and I'm and I'm a very light sleeper, so I would move around quite a bit, and I mean I've had sleep paralysis like a few times, but um, not a lot, because I normally like I would just listen to what's going on, or I'll just wake up and I'll just stare at the ceiling or something, um, but no I, I would I would keep glancing over I don't know how long it was probably like thirty minutes, 
or so. Like, I just couldn't fall back to sleep. I was just that scared. And I would just keep glancing, and it was still over there. Um, Even though he's over there, like, he wasn't moving. No, he wasn't moving. It was like like a, a bouncer, just somebody who was trying to intimidate. Uh, it was so so weird. Oh, yeah, and, and I forgot to say, like, in my dream, it my friends I thought we were playing tag with, um, that we were actually running from shadows. But it didn't piece it together until I woke up. And I'm like, oh. And you had a big shadow in there. Yep, big mother-looking shadow. Um, let's see. So after after that experience, um, this one was kind of wild. So a friend of mine invited me out to her birthday party. Um, and once again, I was still a new Christian. I think this is probably within like a month or two after I was a Christian. She lived out in the country. Um, she's going to college, living at her mom's house still, which has an awesome choice if, if you uh, – or that's a great decision on saving money if you have that ability. Um and went out there, and then there were three people that really stuck out to me at the party because you know I I used to go ghost hunting and do all this thing, so I I met uh, psychics and <laughs> no, I met psychics and um, people of that sort, and I could tell these three people at the party I'm like no they're they're types of psychics, and I could tell they were avoiding me for a reason, and I knew it was because of these demons that were psychics, yeah, yeah, like I don't know these, these demons were really trying to hassle me. Um, but, you know, FYI, whenever you're baptized, uh, you are a new creation, and that can that makes you a, a threat at that point because it's you're fully committed into Christ. Um, and let's see, as the party goes on, the sun starts to go down, and we're getting bored, so we're trying to, like, figure out other things we're going to do because, I mean, there was the pool, there was games, there was movies, but we're like, let's do something else. Like, you know, we were young, we were dumb, so like, like hey, let's go to a graveyard. Um, and cause, and that's what our friend, like it was at the, at the birthday party, um, she brought that up and she had one down the street and she lived out in the country. So there was a back road that we all walked down and it was maybe like a couple miles, uh, from her house. And as we did that, um, these three people, it was, uh, a guy and two girls. Um, one of the girls was talking to me and one was in front and the other one was in back. And I instantly knew I'm like. Dude, she's she's trying to distract me, and these two are like watching out for me. Like I was trying to figure out what was going on, but that's that's what I was noticing. And uh, we went all the way there to the graveyard. Like nothing crazy happened. I didn't feel like a really weird sense or feel uncomfortable. And then we walked back. And as we walked back, I saw that the guy behind me he kept trailing further and further behind, and he kept looking over his shoulder. And at this point, like I was really slowing down, trying to get closer to him. So the two girls, the one who was beside me and the one in front, they just. They just continued to walk, um, not really waiting on me. Um, and we to the point where everybody finally made it to the house. And uh, let's see, I finally just walked over to him. I'm like, dude. And and then I heard a really weird sound. It sounded like a, um, a trash bag getting ruffled around in a bush, like a dry, crispy a bush or some sort. Like it was a really, really weird sound. And I said, man, did you just hear? He said, yes. You heard that? And I'm like, yeah. He said, that was a demon laughing. I'm like, what? And I don't know, because the, there was no tree, there was no bush. I mean, the grass was short. It was fall. Like, well, no, it wasn't even fall. I think it was winter. Um, yeah, like there was nothing out there to make that sound right by me. So, I don't know. I, I couldn't uh, make sense of that. But the fact that he heard it too. Um, yeah, and I, and I asked him, like, why he's why he kept looking over his shoulder. And he said, well, because um, there is an angel surrounded by light who keeps following us. And there's only one in the Bible... He says that, but um, demons can also do it, I'm, I'm sure. But um, I know Lucifer is considered to be uh, an angel surrounded by light so to confuse us and him being God. Um, 
and he's not very creative, so he needs to take on somebody else's personality or, or uh, look. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's see. And then there was something else that happened. Oh, um, he said the reason, because I was like, so why were you guys like so close to me? Like when we were walking to the graveyard, he said, because we've seen demons, we've seen demons in our days, but like we saw so many following you that were literally coming up out of the ground and staring at you hard. Like mean mugging. Yeah, like, like, I mean, like, you were a threat to them, and we didn't understand what was going on, because we've never witnessed this before. I'm Why like, y'all not black, fool? I know. <laughs> I'm like, man, this this is, okay, that makes sense now. And that's Break all. yourself. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, it makes sense now, because I told him, I'm like, well, I was just baptized, you know, not too long ago, and um, stuff. He said, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, what you think if he's a psychic, you'd be able to notice that, that about me. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're a psychic. You figure, I know. You think you figure that out. <laughs> um, and that was uh, as far as that experience went. Um, but no, dude, it was just weird the way he was explaining. Because he said, let's see, as we were moving, it was almost uh, it was almost uh, as if uh, – sorry, I couldn't, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase that. It was almost as if these demons, they were actually walking up out of the grass as if they were like on a staircase. Like they were slowly elevating up out of the grass but following my same pace. Like, they said it was really, really eerie. And they said that, like, the way they were describing some of these demons were terrifying. And I'm like, well, yeah, I don't think demons are supposed you to be Give me an example. Give me one example. Um, they, they just, they, their bodies were disproportionate. Um, they probably have, like... Like, disproportionate, like yeah. Needle, needle legs, extremely long arms, claws, um, teeth, elongated jaws. Um, and, and Hannah, my, the old... Um, the girl who practiced witchcraft, she actually talked about going to an Indian band, uh, burial ground, and it's common to see wampus cats there. And those are, um, those are, well, I'll call them like the demons. Um, but they they protect the Indian burial grounds, and they look like um, rabbits. Um, but they look like large humans, but they have like rabbit demon kind of ears. Um, they have really long legs, except their legs look like a ostrich kind of legs, uh, or dog. No, more more like dog legs. Um, where like your knees are flipped backwards and you have like extra joints. It's almost um, like mixed between a Wendigo skinwalker and a what's the other one that rabbit with the with a jackalope. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> dog man, yeah. Oh uh, man, I don't know. It's just a uh, really interesting. Like I mean, there were so many different types of demons out there. I did not realize until I started getting really really into cryptids and stuff like that how many different types there are. Um, but let's see, and I think that those are like the biggest thing but i, I will bring up uh i will bring up uh the sasquatch hunt that this is actually where i met medina it was in 2015 a friend of ours he was doing a sasquatch hunt hey guys yeah uh if you haven't met medina this, this is him um, <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun um my buddy he man he just knows how to how to say things um and he's a really eloquent speaker. He's, he's quite the salesman. Yeah, he really is. Like, <laughs> he, he, we were able to get sponsors and everything for this trip. Like, you don't understand. This thing was, you didn't have to pay out of our pockets one cent, dude. Food was free. Even, even like tons of beer from a local brewery. Yeah, the brewery. The brewery. brewery. Yeah, thank you. Uh, was it? Mayday. Mayday Brewery. Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, but it, but it was great. Like, he, and I remember going with him too. Um, when he was going, trying to go get some, um, some meat. It, we went to like a barbecue joint, and he said, "I don't even know anything about Sasquatch, but it sounds cool. Here, take this." And the guy just gave us gave us his his pants and and some meat and stuff. No, I'm just kidding. No, he just gave us like a bucket, like a five gallon bucket full of meat, and that was cool. Um, so when we went out there, um, let's see, we set up base camp, and we all had our own tents. And of course, I was being you know we was, we went to um, 
Man the Cape National Park in Kentucky. Yes, guys, that is the largest cavern system. I don't know if the world, but it is in the nation. Like it's in the, in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's freaking massive. And yeah, a lot of like if you were to do some research, there's so much like Sasquatch activity out there. It's ridiculous. Um, Dogman you know, crawlers. We'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah, uh, black cats too. So uh, panthers. Like uh, I don't know. It's just wild. Like around Tennessee. Um, what's the other area? Tennessee, Alabama, and. Um, Arkansas yeah. too, yeah. Arkansas, Kentucky. So basically, anything that kisses kisses Tennessee, like there's black cat sightings. Um, but yeah, whenever uh, we waited till late that night to go out, and whatever we did, like the first night we went on a trail, and I don't know if it was the second night where we pulled up, pulled up on pulled up when that car was there. It was the second night. Um, but the first night, yeah, we just walked down a trail, and I mean, man, it took like felt like forty five minutes to an hour because it was a back back road like way in this national park. Um, oh, hold on, real quick, FYI. Okay, so basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna start chiming in if you don't mind. Do it, no, no, please. Um, yeah, so basically, on this on this Bigfoot hunt we went on, um, it was up in the Mammoth Cave National Park in Kentucky. We literally had to drive there, and then of course you had to drive there, but we had to take a trolley. Absolutely. We we actually had to take a trolley. We had to load our trucks up on there, take a oh, trolley yeah, across yeah. the river onto this mountain island, yeah, ferry. right? Yeah, yeah ferry, yeah, on this yeah. on the, on this mountain island. And then they told us, all right, well, we shut down at seven o'clock at night and we won't reopen <laughs> till oh, seven o'clock in the morning. Perfect. So you, so you all are on your own till we come back. I was like, great. <laughs> this is sweet. And, uh, needless to say, me and one other guy were there for security. That was it. And yep. the other, like, <laughs> other like 13 people had no idea. They even have guns. So. Me and this dude were like, oh, crap. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the only reason why I went because I was hired for security. So, because I know, uh, I know like military tactics and SWAT tactics and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's <laughs> that reminds me like, I mean, it was, it was a pretty chill, chill, like outside of like the night hiking and stuff like that. Um, I, I call it night hiking, but, uh, man, the second night we went there, wait, wait, wait. let's talk about the when we went out on that trail though. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So me and Zuck, okay, that's basically like we're, that's basically like we're like, me and Zuck met up for the first time. Um, so me and Zuck were hitting it off right away, you know, we became old butt buddies right off the bat. Brown <laughs> and uh, blue. And, um, so, uh, this, the guy who was ahead of it, I'll call him C-Man. Oh, um, C-Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, C-Baby was like, hey, we're gonna go in, in teams of threes, but we're gonna go like, was it two, three minutes apart? Yeah. Three or like, no, 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 three or five minutes apart, basically. Like, they take off, we wait about three minutes to five minutes, and the next three people go. Well, me and Zook were the last ones, cause he's like, hey, Medina, I want you and Z- I, I want you to cover the rear. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I've seen what happens <laughs> on, <laughs> see what happens on scary. <laughs> yeah, naughty. Anyways, yeah, so I'm like, great, I hate, I hate covering the rear, but whatever. Fine, you be point man, I'll take, I'll watch your guys at six, that's fine. So anyway, so it was about like 30 minutes later. They were like, yeah, okay, let's go ahead. Let's start walking. Everyone's all the way up the, up the mountain. <laughs> so we're actually heading back to the truck. Well, him and I are just talking and walking. I'm scanning like the tree line up above. Every now and then I'm turning back around. Sometimes I'm having Zook hold like my, hold like my tack vest, kind of walking me back as I'm pointing my, pointing my AR back, kind of scanning stuff because we're hearing stuff trail us yeah on the sides so i start looking to the side and all of a sudden i told zuck hey stop 
Because basically whenever you're like a stalker or a sniper or you're in like an assault team or whatever, you walk a little bit, you stop, you smell, you listen, and you scan. And then when it's good to go, then you keep on moving. Well, I heard something. I was like, hey, Zuck, pause real quick. So we stopped. And then we heard the walking stop. And then on my right, I heard something heavy drop from the tops of the trees down. No, thanks. And then I pointed my uh, pointed my rifle over to the right, and then I'm like, "All right, Zook, let's keep going." So yeah, so we basically met up with everybody else, and that was a trip, man. That that really tripped me out. But anyways, and the second night, um, whatever, we met up at the same spot, um, and we're all just hovered around. But I don't know, I had a, a weird sense, so I just walked over to the tree line, which was maybe about like 25 feet or so uh, away from everybody else, and. I, man, I was I've more so been more curious than than smart most of the time, and I wanted I, I heard something, and it's so weird. Like I almost felt something pulling me into the woods, and but I, I it was more more so out of curiosity. Like I wanted to document whatever it was, but um, <laughs> so I pulled you back. Yeah, and that's when Medina. <laughs> I don't know he just happened to see this happening, and he just happened to show up out of nowhere. And no, I and, know what happened. I remember like, what happened because we came across that car. Oh yeah. That's what happened. Anyways, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So on the uh, on the second night, we were driving up to this another uh, coordinates we had, and um, we we actually ran into this ran into like this SUV that was in the middle of this middle of nowhere. Well, the doors were open, and remember, like the baby carriage was out, clothes were flung everywhere. Like it looked like something ripped open these doors and pulled the people out, like no joke. Dang. So we all stopped, and we all got out, and um. So I got out real quick and I checked like the driver's side. My buddy Ben jumped out. He checked the passenger side. Zook was on the rear of the of the vehicle. Well, we heard something move in the bushes and run up the hill. <clears throat> That's what it was. Okay. We heard something run up the bushes and growl. And I felt That's what it was, a growl. I felt the growl. Like I felt it inside of me. Okay, if you guys don't know what infrasound is that's what predators use like tigers bears whatnot sasquatch dogman that's what they use and they use that to discombobulate on whatever they're hunting so when he growled i felt like those decibels and stuff in my chest i kind of got dizzy but i spun around and pointed my gun and i backed up around the other side of the vehicle well my buddy i'll call him a pilot because that's what he was he was a pilot but he was also a big skeptic He's like, did you have to hear that? Did you have to hear that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. I need you to calm down now. And Zook, <laughs> and Zook has his camera. He's like, oh, let's check this out. <laughs> and he goes straight for that sound, like right in those bushes. And I grabs Zook and go, what the freak are you doing, Zook? And next thing we know, we hear that thing tearing up the mountain. <laughs> running through the brush. Sound like a bulldozer going up the hill. And then, uh, and then old Sea Baby was like, screw this. I'm going to call the Parks and Rec guy. Uh, Hey Medina, would you mind if you and old pilot and uh, Z baby go down this trail to make sure? Because this trail led to like the river, basically to, like the river. So we're walking down, calling out these people's names just to see, you know, oh, if, man. if uh, if anything happened. Well, it was just quiet, nothing, nothing, just silence. Like you couldn't hear birds, crickets, bugs, nothing. So I was like, hey, um, let's go ahead and just pop smoke and let's get out of here. So we basically went back, and then Cameron's like, all right, well, oh. So basically, uh, Sea Baby's like, uh, you got to edit that out. So basically, all Sea Baby's like, uh, yeah, we're gonna call the Rangers. They're on the way, so we're just we just need to get the heck out of here. So we left. Um, I forgot which night if it was the first or the second. I think it was the second night too. 
but before we leave, like, see baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, see <laughs> before, <C-Baby>. <laughs> before we leave, guys. <laughs> oh, see baby, don't want to sleep. Um, yeah. Before we did that, we uh actually like broke up into two teams, and uh we went trailing off in the woods, and it was funny. Whenever see baby gave me an option, I'm like. I'm going with Medina and the guys. <laughs> because I think they were the only ones that actually had firearms on them. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, yeah, we had a, a couple of ARs, shotguns with some slugs, pistols. Yeah. But but we did notice, though, um, <clears throat> dude, I mean, I don't even know how far we are, but it was so quiet. Like, you could literally hear oh, a fly fart. Leaves, like, like, leaves were dropping, too. Yeah, it's and it's, so, it's almost like when they hit the ground, they didn't make any noise. And I know that normally when there's a predator nearby, it's normally like things are quiet. Um but yeah, and then we, I remember waking up that morning, uh, and then I remember hearing really loud tree knocks and then howling um, from from like coyotes. Uh, but I know I thought that was uh, interesting because there was another guy who's uh, he, he uh, does the Murphy's Real Post. He and his wife started that magazine. Um, oh yeah, the Pulse. Pulse. That's what the it was. Pulse. Yeah, it's um, called the Pulse. So, and and he went with us too just to do a little bit of documenting and and stuff and figure figure this thing out. And no, it was cool. Once again, he's one of those guys who <laughs> he's like, I don't even know why I'm here, but. Cam, uh, I mean, uh, see, baby, talked him into yeah, edit that out. <laughs> oh, was that what you said earlier? Yeah, yeah. I said it. Oh, edit no. that out. Well, I think he's going to be on the podcast anyway, so I'm sure he'll be cool. Um. Oh, okay, yeah, we won't edit him out. Yeah, let's keep calling him. We we'll just call him Cameron. I mean, see, baby, I'm Cam. Cameron. <laughs> um. But but yeah, and and oh yeah, guys, whenever we do have Cam on here, like, dude, he has so many stories, <laughs> so many freaking stories. Yeah, little dog man. Oh yeah, I canceled. We're good. Oh, okay, cool. Housekeeping. <laughs> that's Girl uh, That's all. Z baby's son, so he's trying to get in on the podcast too. So yeah, he just he can't handle this right now. I mean, he has like the <laughs> the munchies. Um, let's see. Uh, well, that's kind of like the extent. Like, uh, I know if, if you guys have any stories you'd like to hear about, like that would help us out as well. Because I mean, we love this stuff, but two. I mean, there could be some things we have never heard of because there are so many cryptids um, out there. Yeah, there's so many cryptids, so much like demonology out there, so much just anything. You can even you can even have like praise reports, guys, like miracles happening. I don't care. Just you know, if you guys want to be on the show, yeah, shoot us an email, guys. But um, is that what you got there, Zookipoo? Yeah, that's all I have for uh, the, fi- the 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 final touchdown. Zook. Of, uh, my, my story completion. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Zook, awesome testimony, uh, man. Dude, thanks, man. That was, um, yeah, bro. It started since when you were young until now, man. Dude, yeah, it's a wild, man. That's a roller coaster, bro. But hey, it's amazing on how, on how God brought you out a lot of that stuff, man. Dude, and it's so cool. Yeah, to where you're at now, man. Oh, you're dude. a blessed dude. I mean, we got you a wonderful wife, a son, and yes. Yes, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys will have another baby. Yes, that's that's what I'm hoping for. One of these yeah, days. One of these cool. days. We need to build an army. Yeah, you'll definitely be like me. I'm I'm a beaner, so I got <laughs> I got three, two girls, one son. Oh gosh, one boy. So I'm cut off. I'm done. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, man. Like I said, is um, it's a it's a great testimony, man, that you have, and um, I'm honored, man, for uh, to help you out, being on the show with you, co co host, and. You're you're an awesome dude, man, and one hell of a friend. So, well, that makes I mean, it, it takes two, man. Like I'm, I'm excited that <laughs> takes two to tango. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I, I never, 
I never really thought a friendship would establish like this dog man hunt. So man, just put yourself out there and to, I mean, don't be an idiot and go out there like with just two people. Like if you're going on like dog man, Sasquatch, whatever. Dude, go be with... freaking smart. Next week, uh, we're gonna talk to a guy who, uh, dude, he has some expertise on this. Stuff. <laughs> um, and yeah, just give it, yeah, just a, a little spoiler. But that's all I'm saying. Um, I'm gonna give you guys a spoiler. A spoiler. Oh, and then in, in fall, um, no wait, no, it's already fall. Um, later, probably in winter or so, we're gonna be doing, uh, going out of town a little bit, so. Yeah, yeah there's gonna be some, uh, an interesting thing in Knoxville that we would love to kinda check out if we can. Alright guys, FY on episode 006, we're gonna be interviewing Nick Valente. He's a part of the North American Dogman Project. We met him at the Dogman convention, uh, like last month? Yeah. That's what it golly. was. Yeah, last month. Well, this guy, um, he is one of the heads for, I think, I think like region, what it was, like region three or something like that. Yeah. Basically, he's in control from New York all the way down to Florida. So um, he runs like dog man hunts. The government gets a hold of him and he sends out a attack team and they basically do investigations and they hunt these things. So we're going to hear... Um, a lot of his stories, and this guy's very, very, very knowledgeable on killing these things and, and doing investigations and hunting them. So I'm honored, man, to have this guy chatting with us. Oh, man, yeah. It'd be some good info for all you cryptid hunters out there. Tune in. Uh, it's going to be a wild ride with, the, with old Valente. Valente. Well, all right, guys. Well, until then, uh... <laughs> we'll squat you later. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, guys, yeah, it's like I said, uh, if you guys have any... Uh, Stories or uh, any input or anything like that, guys, you know, um, uh, just shoot us an email. It's at uh, cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. Or if not, guys, just look us up on Instagram. That's, uh, just find us at, just find us at cryptidwarfare. And, uh, for all you guys out there, stay safe, blessings. And, uh, also remember, even though we're fighting in the physical, we're also fighting in the spiritual too. Mm, that's right. a wrap. Have a blessed, have a good week guys. Blessings. See ya.